Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got Graham. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey, how goes it? Hope you're Thursday as well. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. I'm Sean Kelly. We're in Studio B here today at the headquarters of the Saints and Pelicans on Airline Drive, and uh, we're looking forward to Memorial Day weekend. We're not quite there yet. We'll have a show for you tomorrow and then we'll all take the holiday weekend break uh here's on today's show we're going to talk nba and nfl nfl with the saints quarterback drew Brees. uh drew had a media uh, availability here at the facility yesterday and i want to share some of that with you it's always good to hear from number nine and uh, and on the nba side we welcome back mark spears from yahoo sports he's got some thoughts on of course um the nba playoffs the uh coaching search now for the new orleans pelicans and the big news from earlier today, Anthony Davis has been named to the All-NBA First Team. That's on the money, and I think it's great. And we'll be speaking to Mark Spears about that from a national perspective here today on our podcast. I stayed up late last night, uh, not just because of the Atlanta-Cleveland basketball game, but also to watch the final late show with David Letterman, uh, and I'm sure glad I did. It was fantastic and uh, a great off-season piece of entertainment for yours truly on the basketball side not bad for Cleveland uh, even with a banged up Kyrie Irvin they're able to win on the road and take game one of the Eastern Conference Finals and uh, now we turn our attention back toward the West it's game two tonight between the Warriors and the Rockets uh, big game obviously for the Rockets if they want to split these first two and have a little momentum going back home um, we'll see we'll see what the injury to Dwight Howard does to uh, tonight's game and the remainder of this series but uh as you'll hear Mark Spears touch upon in our interview with him in just a moment, uh, the Warriors have certainly had the Rockets number uh, throughout the regular season and, of course, into game one of the NBA Western Conference Finals. So we've got plenty on our plate today for this Thursday. We'll, uh, we'll knock out uh, Mark, uh, Mark Spears and Drew Brees in a moment, and then we'll uh, look forward to Friday right after this. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook. 
And follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit and a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. Bring us your purpose and we'll blend it. Looking to purify your diet? Hurry in now and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King, proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans. Smoothies with a purpose. In New Orleans, our irrepressible spirit flows like the river through everything we do, especially when it comes to sports. Following the boys in black and gold or watching the Z's on Airline Highway, New Orleans redefines what it means to be a fan. And this year, we're flocking to the nest to watch our New Orleans Pelicans take flight. The Whitney is a proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans, a great team for a great city. Whitney Bank, member FDIC. We're talking NBA playoffs on the Black and Blue Report. Time to welcome back an old man, a New Orleanian at that. Mark Spears from Yahoo Sports. He covers the NBA for that great online publication. He joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. And Mark, we got uh, great news today. Just moments ago, Anthony Davis was named All-NBA First Team. I would imagine you're probably not surprised by that news. No, but that's a great accomplishment, certainly uh, that he and the franchise certainly should be proud of to basically be listed as one of the top five players in the league. And, um, you know, I'm I'm not surprised by it. With his injuries, there probably was some concern that he may or may get pushed back a little bit. But ultimately, even the injuries couldn't stop him from uh, getting that acclaim. And even though they got swept in the playoffs, Mark, was this the right time for Anthony Davis to take that playoff step? Did he need to do that here in his third year? Oh, I mean, but he made it. I mean, you know what I mean? So, to me, I don't even really look at the fact that they got swept because they were competitive. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they were getting drilled. They made the Warriors work, but he got there, you know, and he got that off his back that he hadn't been in the playoffs before. That that was um, – I think a huge step forward for him. Obviously, the next step is winning a playoff game or making some noise in the in the postseason. But just the fact that he got there was a, a great experience for him, great experience for the team. Now it's not it's not something that's new, um, and I, and I think it also shows you the importance of every regular season game. Uh, they they had to fight and claw to get into the to the postseason. And um, they made it. It took took them to the end, but they did make it. And um, it, but it shows you that next season, like, don't take no nights off because just one game could be the determining factor, or one play like that three pointer, crazy three pointer that Anthony made against Oklahoma City. One one play could be the determining factor whether you make the playoffs or not. Great point. Great point. And now the Pelicans need to find him a new head coach. What are you hearing nationally about what the Pelicans or maybe even the other openings are going to turn out to be like? Um, I mean, you hear all the usual names. Um, I do think that Alvin Gentry would be great there. 
Um, and that, that, that was that was probably smart to get that meeting um, with him out here in the Bay Area. Uh, I, I really like him for the Pelicans. I, I think he have a great offense for him. Um, he also has, you know, kind of paid his dues. He used to be a head coach and he went and became an assistant with, um, you know, with success with Doc Rivers, also here with Golden State. And I'm sure his, uh, you know, his, his resume will look a lot stronger too if the, the Warriors get to the finals or if he gets a championship ring. But the players love him here. Um, and he's done a great job with their offense. But he also has a kind of temperament that kind of, like, is the players love him. I mean, he's a hilarious man. He could probably be a stand-up comic. But when it's time to work, it's time to work. And he also is really good at kind of keeping it real with the guys. Like, there's no surprise with him, so to speak. Um, I think he'd be a fantastic selection if they took him. Mark, I know him personally, and I'm with you on all those points. Some fans here have wanted to point out his overall record as a head coach as, a, as maybe something that would keep him from getting his next head well, coaching point job. Out his overall roster. Yeah, that's true. That's and that's kind of what I come back to him with. But you know, what did he did he did he ever really have a fair shake as a head coach? Um, I mean, he was in Detroit. Interim, basically, bad roster there. He's with the Clippers. Never had a great roster there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he hasn't had any. Look, Phil Jackson doesn't get Michael Jordan, and he doesn't get Kobe Bryant and Shaq. It might be, he might be a different coach, too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't hold that against him. You know, Jesus could have won with that roster, but anybody else, I don't know. You know, so... I don't think that's fair, and I also think he's because of his time with Doc and with time with the Warriors, um, he's become a great coach since then. Um, uh, you probably need to look more at his time in Phoenix. I thought he did a good job there. I thought it was a stupid firing. Players did like him there, um, but not. What are they? I, I, you know, it, it, it's just funny um, because I, I think the New Orleans fans they they got these grandiose. Um, feeling about themselves, <laughs> which is like, you know, Monty, I thought was a really good coach and, and they gave him a hard time and he didn't deserve that. You know, and when I was out there, I heard people say, well, we we could be doing this better offensively or we, you guys got to the playoffs, man. <laughs> like, well, I didn't understand what the problem was, like why they were so hard on Monty. They got to the playoffs. They hadn't been there. They got past Oklahoma City. Uh, you know, and obviously management and ownership, they decided to do something different, and that's fine. But I I definitely think that the mentality like this team should have won a championship is, is kind of silly. Um, they got to the playoffs in a, in a very surprising way. Nobody legitimately should have thought that they were a shoo-in for the playoffs. So um, if they think that uh, – the perception is Alvin Gentry's not a sexy enough name for him, and uh, go get New Rockney or whoever they think they deserve. What about Tom Thibodeau, Mark? What do you think is going to happen with Thibodeau <laughs> and the Bulls? I'm sure I'll get some some great oysters when I come to town for that. 
Yeah, um, well, but see, but you're from here, so you get some leeway. That that you know, and uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Um, tips? No tips. Well, great defensive mind. Uh, obviously, he has some history with Anthony Davis from the you know USA Basketball days. Uh, so I think he would be a great selection as well. Um, I, I guess the question when you hear names like Calipari and you hear names like Thibodeau is can they afford them? Or not Not that they can't afford them. I mean, shoot, your owner can afford whoever he wants, but are they willing to pay? You know, so if, you, if you're getting a Calipari, if you're getting a Thibodeau, you're, you're probably going north of $5 million, um, on them. And as, I don't want to say that Alvin Gentry deserves less. He deserves the same money as those guys. But you know, my guess is Alvin might be able to take, might be willing to take a little less uh, than what those guys are are, are wanting to offer. Um, you know, Kyle Parry's got a nice mint going on in Kentucky, so he probably expects a similar salary. Um, Thibodeau, I'm guessing, will be in hot demand, and 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 so will will Alvin. But um. I'm sure money and how much they're willing to pay will play a big role in who they select. But with the way this franchise is going in the right direction now, you don't want to take a step backwards. You have to go in the, you have to go in the right direction. And to me, I don't understand why teams don't get their star players involved in the process. If Anthony Davis is your man, which I know he's your man, you know, have him be involved. Have him have lunch with the coaching candidates and and visit with him and get his take on them because you know you want to keep a player happy and you, you know you want to re- him to resign long term. Having not not saying that he makes the decision, but just at least having him involved, I think goes a long way in showing him that he's important and convincing him that this is the right place for him to be long term. Who's a guy that has you, – you You mentioned the big names. Obviously, those are the names that are being thrown around. Who's a guy out there, Mark, that's ready to be an NBA head coach that maybe is not getting the attention that he or she should deserve at this point? Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff with the Houston Rockets, I, I think he, he's going to be a really good coach when he gets an opportunity. I mean, he has great pedigree. His dad was a really good coach. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, uh, David Pendergraf, an assistant with the Portland Trailblazers, he certainly paid his dues. You know, one New Orleans, New Orleanian to keep an eye on. I think will be a great coach once he gets a chance. Is Robert Pat? Um, hmm. Uh, you know, those are some guys that, that kind of quickly come to mind. Okay, fair enough. Mark uh, Spears with us here from Yahoo Sports. Uh, the Western Conference uh, Finals continued tonight. We saw the game of the East last night uh, and Cleveland taking care of Atlanta. What are your general thoughts here, Mark, as, as we've now moved into game twos now of these respective series? Well, um, one like hidden stat that nobody's really talked about is, you know, Golden State is now 5-0 and against the Rockets. When tonight... Six and zero. I mean, you say that the regular season doesn't matter, but if a team has beaten you six times, man, that's got to be a killer to your confidence. Going even though you're going home. So to me, I think this is a critical game for the Rockets. Um, 
I know they're resilient. I know they came back and won that series against the Clippers. But I I can't see them winning both games against the Warriors in Houston. I, I think tonight's really critical for them to win um, this game, even though, you know, they will be going back home. Um, I, I think they need to to strike, strike a bullet into the Warriors this game. And if not... Uh, I like the Warriors' chances of getting to the finals in calm fashion. You know, the other series is confusing. You know, it looks like Damari Carroll's going to be okay. Um, but, you know, Kyrie Irving is beat up, and you, and you can't expect J.R. Smith to, to play like that every game. He, he's certainly going to be feast or famine. Um, but, you know, now they're saying that Kyrie Irving is hopeful to play in game two. If he, if he doesn't play, no Kyrie, no Kevin Love, I mean, it, that, that puts a lot on LeBron. It kind of takes you back to the old Cleveland teams. <laughs> it was pretty much LeBron and the others. Um, right. I'm not going to give up on the Hawks just yet in this series because Kyrie Irving's beat up. You know, it's, it's going to take a lot for LeBron to get there. If uh, if Irving's injury is is as they say it may be touch and go. You mentioned Carroll being maybe okay. I guess that's the yeah. the latest there. Which which injury and you could throw Dwight Howard in here too. Which injury though, Mark changes the landscape the most. I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie because hey look I covered J.R. Smith great score you you covered J.R. Smith. Yep. Great great score but he's real hit and miss you know. He's super hot one game and cold the next. You, you can't depend on him to be your savior. Um, but but Kyrie's their point guard, you know what I mean? And and, and you're basically then putting the series in the hands of, um, you know, the Australian kid from St. Mary's. Um, I, I think that's going to be a lot for him with those two, I think, really good young point guards in Atlanta to, to counter um, for Della Dova. Um, but, uh, you know, Dwight, they've played without Dwight in Houston already. So I think they kind of know, they're used to it. It's something they've, they've done before. Carroll, big defender for him, obviously important. And he has to guard LeBron. But, no, nothing to me is, uh, could be more damaging than Kyrie Irving being out or not being close to himself. All right, so you're taking Golden State on the one side and you're and – you're... You're going to wait a little bit on this Atlanta-Cleveland thing. Is that the way I see it? I think you got it right, my friend. All right. <laughs> Very good. Hey, we miss you back here at home. Um, we'll look forward I'll to it. will be there in July, man. Uh, got to get together. Uh, like, non-work, get, get a couple oysters and a, and a beverage, you know. Or three or four, yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Bring Tatum, man. All right, man. We'll be, we'll be following you on Yahoo Sports. Mark, thanks so much. All right, now, take care. Yep, Mark Spears with us here on the Black and Blue Report, and we'll continue in just a moment. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion. It's a tradition, and Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz, and we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans. 
proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans fans, be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun, interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Download it today. I'm Chip Chapman, here on the street asking people what they would do with a $40 million Powerball jackpot from the Louisiana Lottery. I'd fly to Italy to go shoe shopping with my girlfriends. I'd invest it, of course. I could double that money in no time. And you, sir? I'd buy me a vacation home on my own private island and a new sports car and a golden hot tub. That's quite enough from you, sir. Play Powerball at any Louisiana Lottery retailer. Starting jackpot $40 million. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Well, yesterday, just across the hall from Studio B, Saints quarterback Drew Brees had some media availability. Uh, Drew and his family uh, had some business news to discuss yesterday, but there were also uh, plenty of football questions, too, and that's what matters most to us here on the Black and Blue Report. Um, Obviously, there's plenty to talk about, even if it is, Uh, here just before Memorial Day weekend. Uh, So we want to share some of that with you. I don't know if everybody got to hear what Drew had to say football-wise yesterday, so that's why we're here and so uh, willing to share, uh, obviously. Uh, The first question here was about, of course, the new guy in the quarterback room. That's Gary Grayson, Uh, obviously one of the topics, and a good one to start with as we hear from yesterday's Drew Brees presser. I like him. He's he's fit in well with our quarterback room. You know, we're – I think we're guys that uh, we like to have fun, uh, certainly uh, want to work and, and want to push each other and compete. And, um, you know, he, he falls right in line with that. Um, you know, he's a, a big, strong kid um, who seems very intelligent. And um, just like any rookie, I think he's coming in just feeling like, man, I've got a lot to learn. And, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, do whatever I can to, to put myself in a position to maximize, you know, the reps I'm going to get and the opportunities I'm going to get. And, um, you know, kind of learn from the guys in the room. Drew, are you expecting more two-point conversions this year? <laughs> How about that? Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I guess the, the stats I've heard is, you know, if you look at a 10-year study, at what, um, you know, 99.5% of extra points are made and 91% of 33-yard field goals are made or something like that. So let's just call it an 8% difference, you know. Listen, kickers in this league are good. They're going to make a lot of 33-yard field goals, but – Certainly, that makes you think a bit harder about a two-point conversion, especially if conditions are such where that 33-yard field goal all of a sudden isn't quite as, you know, routine as as maybe it's been in the past if if wind or or elements. So we'll definitely be honing in on the two-point plays. That's for sure. Um, you know, statistically, I don't know where what, what's the what's the uh, uh, success rate on two-point conversions. It's above 50%. Is it not? Come on, you guys got to know this. Of course, so, so should I. <laughs> 47. 47? Well, for, for some teams. Um, yeah, we should. I, I like to think we could be better than that, so I don't know. We'll see. It'll make you're, things interesting. Bam. Thanks to Lance Moore. <laughs> Not the throw, it's all about the catch. Right, and video replay. Thank you, Rules Committee. Uh, Drew, 
just the Saints drafting a quarterback in general and the fact that they yeah. looked at quarterbacks more than ever. Yeah. I think that's smart business because of, do you think anything to do with your age, thinking of life after you, or do you look at that in any way? Um, you know, I mean, maybe that had a, a small portion to do with it, but I think at, at the end, you know, there's always this balance between, you know, best player or guy that you really, really like versus need, right? Hey, we need a player at this position or, you know, man, we love this guy and maybe he doesn't play right now, but certainly this is a guy that we feel like we can develop and that there will be a place for him in the future. Um, I mean, listen, they, they, I know our guys, they wouldn't invest in a guy in the third round if they didn't feel like this guy could be, you know, a great player and somebody they could develop and, you know, would contribute at some point. So, um, I mean, for me, that doesn't change my mindset in, as far as my preparation or my mentality as to, you know, how long I want to play or any of that stuff. I mean, I'm so focused on this year and really just each and every day. There's been so many things that I've just kind of charted that, you know, I want to work on, little benchmarks throughout this offseason that I'm not thinking about anything else other than making myself the best player I can be and making those around me as good as they can be. When you look at the draft selections, and, um, you know, right before the draft, they traded away two of the top receivers in the team, and then they picked six defensive players, three offense, one is a rookie tackle who would have to compete with two incumbent starters, mm -hmm. one is a, probably a third down back, and the other one's a backup quarterback on offense. Mm -hmm. What is the, what do you make of that? Does that mean that you're going to throw for 5,040 no matter who's out there? <laughs> No, I, I think the message that was sent um, to our young skill position players is that, you know what, we feel like we have the right tools in the building. Um, you know, our, our young receivers have some great opportunities to, you know, the departure of Jimmy Graham and Sproles two years ago and Pierre, and the, I mean, these are all touches that have to go somewhere now, right? And so, you know, we're going to have some, some young guys step up that, and, and contribute that, that haven't had many opportunities in the past, and yet, man, they're going to earn, they're going to earn that right um, here throughout OTAs, minicamp, training camp. I'm excited to watch those guys develop. I mean, it's been a fun offseason for me in that regard, just to kind of see, start to envision how this could all come together for some of those guys. Some of them are ready. It's just a matter of the opportunity that, that we're able to give them. And now they have that opportunity. I feel like we've got still that stable of backs that, that all kind of bring something to the table. Um, and again, we haven't, we haven't even had a practice yet. We haven't put pads on yet. So you know, all that stuff will work itself out. But um, I, I, like, I, like, I like who's in the building. Some more work for you that was in a developing report like you do after practice with the, you have it with the veteran guys already because you know, you've worked with them so long. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's, that's good. That's good. I mean, that, that, that creates a, a sense of urgency. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I like that because it, it kind of takes me back to basics too. You know, all of a sudden I have to communicate and verbalize a route or a concept or a thought process in regards to something. So it just, it just reiterates it to me, you know, hey, what were the origins of this route? And, and, and kind of how have we developed it over time? How has it evolved? How have we gotten to this point? And then you go back and you start watching the film on it so that you're able to communicate that to the young guys. And so it just it takes you back at times to just, you know, why, why, where did this place start? Where is it now? Why is it so good? How have we made it so good? And, man, let's make sure that we, we stay on top of that and don't get complacent with it. When was the last time you talked to Tom Benson, and what was that conversation like? Uh, a couple days ago, um, up in his office, just popped in to see him. He was reading, he had three newspapers on his desk he was reading. It was the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and, you know, one of the local papers. So 
that's he he seems as sharp as ever. He seems like I mean he was first thing he said to me is there's my quarterback, you know, and man I can't wait for this season to get started. You know how you like these young guys, you know I mean all that. So it's I mean he he seems rejuvenated and ready to roll. Do you or players pay attention to any of that stuff? Or you just feel like that's not necessarily my world with what's happening. Yeah. No, I mean, I think everybody in here, and, and I know this is the way he would want it, is, is we focus on our job, you know, focus on um, putting another ring on his finger, <laughs> you know, and all of our fingers. So that's that, that that's really been the mindset for us. You know, obviously when all a lot of this went down, I think back in uh, late January, I think, you know, it, it was big news and everyone was asked about it. But really since then, it's been all about building this team. There you go, Saints quarterback Drew Brees here on the brink of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we'll have a little show tomorrow and then take Monday off for Memorial Day weekend and then get back with you as we get toward uh, toward June and then, of course, toward Saints minicamp in mid-June. We'll take a quick break. We'll wrap up today's Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Rush R40 Tour. New Orleans, this is it. Getty Lee. Alex Lifeson. Neil Peart. Rush. Experience four decades of Rush Live in one night. Friday, May 22nd, Smoothie King Center. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com or by phone. R40 Tour. Don't miss it. Thank you so much. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. A couple of notes here before we get out of uh, our Thursday podcast. Uh, thanks again to Mark Spears from Yahoo Sports and uh, to Drew Brees as well uh, for uh, visiting with the media yesterday. Uh, Daniel Salerson was able to help us uh, get that together with the Saints uh, digital media department. So of course, you can always get all of your Saints content first and foremost through NewOrleansSaints.com. That's also one of the outlets uh, to find this podcast, along with Pelicans.com and on iTunes, of course. Maybe the easiest of all is through your mobile device, and that's uh, a lead into encouraging you, if you have not done so already or need to update your Pelicans app or your Saints app, make sure you do so perhaps here on this Thursday. Tomorrow on the show, good stuff. Saints Hall of Famer John Carney uh, joins us. He makes another appearance, and we've got plenty to talk about, especially with this new extra point rule in the NFL. And then we'll talk NFL and Saints football with Mike Triplett from ESPN.com. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to the fact that it will be the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Hope you've got great plans ahead of you here in the next couple of days. For all of us here at the Black and Blue Report, I'm Sean Kelly. And for Daniel Salerson, we say thank you very much and so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.